You can imagine the euphoria when millions of individuals who are deathly thirsty now see a rock gushing forth with billions of gallons of water, enough to feed an entire, to quench the thirst of an entire nation. Yet the Tyra tells us that these were tricky waters. They were waters of strife, the Maim Ariva, and they ultimately locked Moshe Rabbeinu out of Eretz Yisrael. What's worse is that Chazal tell us that if Moshe Rabbeinu would have entered into the Holy Land of Eretz Yisrael and reconnected with that level of Kedusha, we never would have left. It would have been an eternal perfection. Moshe Rabbeinu, based on Migdash, Eretz Yisrael, we wouldn't be here today. In America, in Gullis, the diaspora, if not for the May Meriva, the tragic episode. What was the sin? And now we must proceed with the utmost caution because we are dealing with the holiest individual to ever live. And this year I found an unbelievable medrash that helps us out a bit. It's brought in the back of the Sefer Beis HaLevi Alatoira. And the great Rabbi Chil Michal Feinstein helps us out, citing this medrash from Yalkut Shemoni and Parshas Chukas. Moshe Rabbeinu was told, go speak to the rock. What was he supposed to say? Says the medrash, Shana alav perek echad v'humotzi mayim menhasela. Teach Torah to the rock. Teach it a perek mishnai. It's a perek mishnai. It's mezech the brachis. And water will start flowing forth. And the Heidegger Rabbi Chil Michal, he talks about how this is not a miracle. This is the basic Kiddush Hashem for the world is built on the coding, the motherboard of the world is Torah. And now you have Yeshiva Bachram listening into a shear, a shear being taught to the rock, and now everyone's thirsty. Well, of course there's going to be water, and a rock will start flowing with water. Torah is the blueprint of the world. So the Nitziv is trying to piece together all the pieces here. The Heilige, the Lajan Rosh Hashiva, is trying to move together the Midrashim and the, Mish- and the Psukim and the Rashis. About, it seems maybe he spoke to one rock. Why did water not start flowing immediately? If he did teach Torah, did he not teach the right parak? What's going on here? Why did things still go awry? And says the Nitziv, and we should remember this. It's unbelievable. Because there's one word here. Moshe Rabbeinu, he turned to the Jewish people as he was... Describing them. You want water? He said, Shimuna Hamorim. Listen, O rebels. And of Moshe Rabbeinu's level, there was the slightest bit of anger on his level, whatever that means, the slightest chut, little hair's breadth of kas, calling the Jewish people rebels. And therefore, the Torah, the teaching of the Mishnayas, was not entirely besimcha. So, not enough water started coming immediately, a disaster. It wasn't besimcha. The water didn't come out in the right way. It was felt in the Kiddush Hashem because the Torah wasn't besimcha. Unbelievable. We learned so much Torah. Or hopefully we learned so much Torah. But you gotta love it. You gotta be happy about it. You gotta feed. Let it feed your soul. Let the Rashi, let the Torah make you sing and make you dance. For if do us Hashem besimcha. And you know what? I've seen some of the great ones do it when they see a pshat in Torah they're bowl of fun of Birnana, they literally get up and start dancing. Perhaps on Moshe's level, according to the Nitziv, we see here that the ultimate catastrophe happened because the Torah was being learned and the Torah was being taught, but it wasn't entirely Torah, the Simcha.